New York City Bishop Lamore Whitehead faked bank records to finance his New Jersey mansion, according to Fez. And they're like, oh, go figure. You know, this is so surprising. Even though he has a history of basically fraud, right? So a controversial Brooklyn Bishop Lamore Whitehead fabricated bank records in an attempt to finance his million-dollar New Jersey mansion. Federal prosecutors charged in a new indictment Wednesday. Which, by the way, just saying, any time a man of the cloth ends up just like, you know, exuding wealth, like just like sweating like gold, basically, you can kind of see something's kind of off. If they start wearing like a $100,000 watch or like almost like a million dollars in jewelry at like a sermon, there's probably something off about that, you know? So to get a mortgage approved for the sprawling Paramus estate, Whitehead 44 altered bank records to make it appear that an LLC he controlled had an average balance of more than $2 million when it actually had less than $10, the feds allege. Which, by the way, I'm pretty certain what he just, like, he did, allegedly, in this whole situation, which I don't know if it's allegedly because it's according to the feds, like... I'm pretty sure this is a felony, what he did. Like, you can't fake bank records to get a loan. And it's across state lines. So the embattled church leader, who made headlines in 2022 when he was robbed at gunpoint of more than $1 million in jewels in front of his congregation, also allegedly created a fake bank account as part of the scheme to get the mortgage loan in 2019. The pastor fabricated bank records for AMS LLC from at least in or about October 2018 up to and including February 2019 in an effort to obtain a mortgage in excess of $1.3 million to fund his purchase of a home in Paramus, New Jersey. Manhattan federal prosecutors wrote in the indictment. And here's the thing that I don't really understand, right? Because this guy has like a criminal record, etc., blah, 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 blah. Why not keep improving your life and just try to not do something illegal, right? Like apparently, like his, I think his, like, uh, congregation was actually making really good money. Like, I don't understand why you need to, like, resort to actually, like, doing these, like, really weird fraud scam type of stuff. What, just so that you can have a nicer watch? Nicer house? Really? This just doesn't make sense to me. So Whitehead, who was arrested by federal agents and hit with four charges in December 22, was slapped with an additional count of wire fraud related to alleged fabricated information linked to the LLC. The feds also allege he applied for a fraudulent $250,000 business loan using the LLC Anointing Management Services by similarly misrepresenting the finances of the company. Like, here's the thing. This guy's probably going to spend a very, very long time in prison. And the reason why I say this is because these are going to be all felonies, but also... If you've heard about the whole, like, Chrisley knows best or whatever, like the 
the guy who's like apparently super religious, who also happens to be super duper gay, and his wife were committing bank fraud in the tunes of millions of dollars. And I think they got like, I don't know, like 10 plus years in prison, both of them. He's going to get like 10 plus years in prison for this. Like, and I just don't understand. It's like, I don't understand why people commit this level of fraud for what? A nicer house? Like a nicer box to sleep in? It just seems kind of crazy to me. So Whitehead was not granted the loan, according to the indictment, and it's unclear if the $1.3 million mortgage was approved. Whitehead leads a small congregation in the Kanasari section of Brooklyn called Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries, where he preaches a prosperity gospel and asks his followers to sow or donate money to the church. Oh, he's a prosperity gospel guy? Yuck. And for those that don't understand what like the prosperity gospel is, it's basically like saying, Hey, you know, I know that you're basically poor right now, but God wants you to be rich. And for you to be rich, you have to donate to the church because whatever you donate to the church, ten times that amount will come back to you by God, basically. Right? And you end up having people like Joel Osteen or some other people where they're basically flying on private jets, all from the money that they got from their congregation. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's just... Actually, let me do this. Hold on. Prosperity Gospel. I want to give people the exact terminology for the Prosperity Gospel. So the Prosperity Gospel is a group of ideas popular among charismatic preachers in the evangelical tradition that equate Christian faith with material and particularly financial success. It is a perversion of the Gospel of Jesus that claims that God rewards increases in faith with increases in health and or wealth. Prosperity theology, sometimes referred to as the prosperity or health or word of faith movement, emphasizes divine physical health and prosperity through faith. Lord. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Like, the thing that bothers me so much about, like, these bishops or these, not even priests, because I don't think they're, like, actually able to refer themselves as priests, but the people who basically do the whole prosperity thing is just, like, preying on the poor right? Like, it's just a disgusting thing to do, right? It's like, oh, you know what? God wants you to be rich, so donate all of your money, and he will bless you, basically. It's just such a disgusting thing, right? Like, you just can't, like, do that to people. And it's so bad because the people who end up donating that money are typically people who are in an extremely desperate situation, and they like feel like they have no other route to go. Like so you're basically going after the people who are at the lowest of the low, financially speaking. Right? We're talking about people who maxed out all their credit cards, took like multiple mortgages out on their home, owe family and friends all of their money, like like a bunch of money, right? Like personal loans to them. Probably doesn't like probably has like I don't know, like a three hundred, four hundred credit score, something crazy. It's just like like not even able to really like carry a job or something. Not even living paycheck to paycheck, you're below that. Ugh, Lord.
So the pastor who has ties to Mayor Eric Adams, dating back to 2013, drives luxury cars and wears designer suits and pricey jewelry during his church services as well as at his recent appearances in federal court. Which, by the way, you'd think that, I don't know, maybe he would be smart enough to, I don't know, not wear like a $100,000 watch to court. So after his arrest in December, the Post viewed a white Rolls Royce SUV and a white Mercedes G-Wagon parked in the driveway of his Paramus estate, which boasts six bedrooms and seven bathrooms. Whitehead was previously charged for allegedly scamming a parishioner out of $90,000 and blowing it on luxury goods. Which, by the way, for those that don't understand what I just read, he scammed one of the people that attend his church out of $90,000 so he could blow it on stupid crap. He also faced an extortion charge for another scam in which he allegedly promised to use his influence to get favorable actions from the city in real estate deals. And apparently this is his uh, million dollar estate or whatever. Which I mean, it looks like an, like a pretty okay mansion, estate, whatever. But still, it's just like, like this is the this is the thing that I don't really understand. Like, do you really have like no moral bone in your body that you are completely okay with doing this to your followers? So Whitehead was robbed at gunpoint while preaching at the small church by a trio of masked bayonets who forced him to the floor during the caper, and two of the alleged robbers were charged in Brooklyn Federal Court and have pleaded not guilty. Whitehead faces dozens of years in prison if he's convicted on all counts. We are going to be fighting those allegations, his attorney, Don Florio, said Wednesday. Lamore Whitehead will be pleading not guilty when he's arraigned on the indictment and denies those charges. The thing is, what's also going to be bad in his favor is that he already has convictions of fraud, I believe. So it's like, you already serve time for fraud. You are committing federal fraud by these like wire frauds and whatnot to get loans to like a different property in a different state. It's like, this could end so badly for him. Like, he might even get more time than what the Chrisley knows best individuals, right? It's like, man. And again, I don't understand it. Like, you're doing all this stuff, all this criminal stuff for a bigger box to drive in, a bigger box to sleep in. Like, why? Like, you're putting so much at risk for nothing. So America is coming for you criminals. Not good. Chrisley's all over again. Karma. Jail. They'll find their spiritual awakening soon. People are so easily conned by crooks like this, blind fools. Of course he did. Beware of false prophets, the Bible says. 
As soon as a pastor, a priest, or a bishop grow up in a fancy car and live in a big mansion should be a clue that this clergy person is not living the life of Jesus. And here's the thing, right? There's technically nothing wrong with like a bishop, a pastor, or a priest making a lot of money. Like, for example, let's say that they're running a church or whatever organization, and they have basically a few hundred members that go there literally every single week. They're probably making some pretty good money for the church and for themselves as well. And they probably got like, you know, like an underling. They probably got employees to pay. Because the thing is, what people don't understand is that churches are also a business, right? And depending on how the church was made, the pastor, priest, whatever, might be the owner of the business, or they just might be employed by the owner of the church. So there's nothing wrong with these people making good money, but what is wrong, you have people basically flaunting the wealth that you're taking from your parishioners, which is really weird. And then you basically promise to them that like, if they keep donating more and more money, they'll be okay financially. They will get massive returns financially. Like, it is a massive scam. So a man wearing expensive suits, jewelry, and driving an expensive car is preaching the gospel and no one gets suspicious. Huh? Let's see. The love of money is the root of all evil. You would think he would know that. Probably not even a real pastor. Some say the lack of money is the root of all evil. Honestly, I can see it kind of like both ways, because if you have no money, you're probably willing to do a lot of things to try to make money so that you're just surviving. And if you love money so much, then you're probably also willing to do whatever it takes to make even more money. Stealing in the name of the Lord. Religion sounds like a good business to be in. It definitely is. <sighs> yeah. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this. But definitely, if you ever hear the words prosperity gospel, be very worried because you're probably witnessing scamming going on. By the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt, how I got a debt and grew my net worth, go down below. But man, like just blatantly scamming your parishioners, not good.